No, I'm going to start this review by talking a little bit about a movie that we're not reviewing. So some of you out there, you might remember this. If you've ever seen this movie right here. When the hell did we forget all that? How can the banks let this happen? It's fueled by stupidity. But that's not stupidity, that's fraud. Tell me the difference between stupid and illegal and I'll have my wife's brother arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Any idea what you just did? You just bet against the American economy. That movie is The Big Short. You ever seen this movie before? Mm -hmm. Well, the reason why I brought this up is because this movie, if, you, if you've seen this movie, then you're going to have a good idea of what it's like going into this movie that we're about to talk about right now. Holy fucking shit. I will tell you, I've never seen anything like it. Holy fucking shit. It's the craziest I think I've ever seen. Everything okay? 11 fucking million dollars. What are you gonna do? Get a Ferrari? What the fuck? Oh, language, the baby's here. Ooh. Yo, what up everybody? Roaring Kitty here. I'm gonna pick a stock and talk about why I think it's interesting. And that stock is... GameStop. I love this guy. Retail traders have hooked into GameStop. I think they think it's a good investment. It looks like there's one guy driving all the buying. Who is this? Dumb money, man. Happy to take it. Wall Street is betting that this company is going to fail. But if it fails, these hedge fund assholes make a shit ton of money. 70,000 people have watched this video. Kitty, I love you! If he's in, I'm in. If he's in, I'm in. GameStop, those shares not stopping. The stock is only gonna go up. When they hit, I'm gonna buy you a mansion. Let's drink to that. My brother is a fucking nerd. Wall Street must be seeing this, right? Holy fucking shit. Holy shit. You should probably dial in. Holy fucking shit. Do you have a minute? I, uh, um. Babe, how much did we make today? Five million. How much did we lose today? A billion. And yesterday? Four million. And yesterday? A billion. I like the way he's saying it, just drinking wine. Some people say, if those words came out my mouth, I would blow my brains out. Right. <laughs> Break that glass. <laughs> 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 that glass would be full of something else right now. That should be full of cyanide. <laughs> That's when you know you that rich, where you can just sit up there and say, I lost a billion dollars. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, he ain't taking it calmly, no, but you know. Because he also is not meeting his wife's eyes. Shit, he said, I wish this was cyanide right here. <laughs> We should be drinking Drano right now. Yeah. We're like really fucking rich. You got rich dudes pissing in their pants right now. They're coming after you. We need to talk about the GameStop situation. Retail traders always lose. <laughs> You've been served. Wall Street cheated. Surprise, surprise. You have to testify before Congress. The game has changed. What's the point of winning the race if you let some dipshit steal the prize? A lot of people feel the system is broken. The whole idea of the stock market is if you're smart and maybe with a little luck you can make your fortune. Certainly not anymore. 
There's no hope for the little guy. Shit balls. Maybe now there is. Fuck yeah. So this is going to be. This, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. This is going to be something that is probably not very relevant right now. Shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't even stop the review to say this, but I'm going to say, you know, this was not in the movie. That was mayonnaise. That was not ketchup. <laughs> that was in the movie when I saw what we saw. They changed that now wow. in, the, in the version we had. <laughs> the point is, you even noticed that. I, 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 <laughs> only you. Only me, man. That was white when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. But that's, a, you know, that's one thing. It's like, why did they change that? It seems so insignificant right there. I can only imagine, like, the way we saw it was white. It was that way. They played the trailer and somebody went, I don't know, that looks like it could be semen. Semen, yeah. Can, can, can you digitally make that catch up? And like, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure, I guess. Especially when he says shit balls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Somebody might, you know, draw the two together too yeah, much. Yeah, somebody just said, like, look, out of context, it just, it, look, it, can't, it looks that way to me. Fine. Change yeah. it. But, so uh, this is about that whole thing that happened with GameStop and their stock going up back in. Stock. GameStop. Yeah, the, the whole thing, you remember that where uh, all of a sudden GameStop, where their stock was extremely low and everybody was talking about their business was bad. Somehow, some way, somebody made it go up. 10 times as much, almost overnight. Some people are like, yeah, I lost money on that shit. <laughs> you know, I swear. <laughs> That's why I never thought about doing this. Oh, no. When, whenever something is like that, I always say, like, by the time you heard about it, it's, it's already, already too late. Oh, it's, it's already done. Dead. It's yeah. dead. You remember when, it was happen- when this was happening? Yeah, it was in a pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you had to have somebody on the inside who knew somebody on the inside to get that <laughs> going. Because, yeah, expe- yeah, by the time we heard of it, yeah, yeah that shit was done. Mm-hmm. And you were a fool to do it at that point. <laughs> yeah, if it's this high now, all I can do is lose. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But... This is a story about the mysterious guy. Some people still don't know who this person was that caused his stock to go up so much. This is a story of Keith Gill, who, average guy, he was a broker at a at, at a at a at a firm somewhere, and you know he wasn't rich and have a lot of money, but he did know the stock market well enough to see a pattern going on with GameStop that not even the big Wall Street guys could see, and he took a chance on it, and he did a he did YouTube videos under the name of what? Roaring Kitty. Mm-hmm. And Reddit videos. And, and, yeah, exactly. YouTube and, no, he did YouTube and he did Reddit also. But he would go on there and he would tell people and people were making fun of his ass and they were talking about his shirt, his cat shirt. And they, and they would say, you don't know shit, grandpa, and all this, all this, all these, all these kind of crazy things until, until, until they say, oh shit, you actually am making money. I guess you, you might know a little something. Yeah, something. Let, 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 let me get in on yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, you mind sharing? And, he did. He openly shared with people and became extremely popular and so popular that people listened to his tips and started investing in GameStop. Of course, this whole thing was meant to go against what the big hedge fund guys were doing. They actually were wishing for GameStop to go down and it would have gone down. And that's how they made the money. They were, you know, no pun intended. They were gaming the system, though. So. Once you start taking billions away from these guys, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, hell no, we can let this <laughs> right, happen. Right, right. And so this is where we try to find out, was this guy allowed to continue? Did he lose millions? Did everybody else lose money? Or did it work out okay? Some people still don't know how this worked out to this day. Well, now you have a movie to tell you how. Only thing we need to know now is how good is the movie? Mm-hmm. How bad is the movie? And 
So I was showing you the big short. The reason why I say that this is kind of the same is because the big short, uh, this was about the subprime loan disaster that happened in 2008, uh, thanks to greedy Wall Street investors and hedge fund people at the time. These hedge fund people get to play with shit and they get to play with our lives. They mm -hmm. ruin people. And as you can see, they caused a national disaster, probably had a ripple effect all around the world. Uh, devastating effect on the U.S. comedy. Uh, well, it was a comedy by the time it was done, uh, the U.S. economy. Uh, so this was, uh, this was this the stakes were a little higher in here. And, and this is about how the hedge fund people and the Wall Street greedy investors got away with it. Uh, this, on the other hand, is more about sticking it to the man. You know, the, this is about the investors who were betting against GameStop. And at the time, why wouldn't they? Hell, I would have. <laughs> Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, sure. And yeah. It, it, like I said, uh, people people download games now, so barely anybody's going in there anymore. And why is this business yeah. even still running? Why is it still alive? Turns out, though, that people are still buying physical copies of things, and GameStop is still doing well. And this guy noticed that. So this is about the little guys winning for a change, even if it's just for a little while. They did change things forever, though, in the long run. Uh, and I will tell you the one thing about this movie that I think it has going for it. Because this is different from the 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 big short where it, you know these guys got away with it. You in this movie want to see these one percent assholes get it, man. Yes. You know, you they are so smug, smug. or clueless yeah. and they just are they just crooked. And crooked and they're right. just so insulated from from the from the real world, man. You know, these people these are people who have so much fucking money, right? Check this out. I'm not gonna tell you where it is in the movie, but they want to build a mansion next to a mansion and tear the one down that they just moved out of mm -hmm. for a tennis court. Yeah, just to build a tennis court. A, a <laughs> tennis court. You want to see these people. Look, you know they get away with shit, but just if they could just embarrass them. You know, we didn't even take that. You just make it look stupid. Yeah. Because they actually have a term for people like us who invest in things, a common person. That's where the name dumb money comes from. Right, right. And it's not from being dumb with your money. It's just not being one of them. Exactly. There's a, there's a way of them looking down at you. It's being condescending. I got to tell you something tonight. I'm not even lying about this. I feel that I am dumb for this. I went, I, I had my ticket and I was looking for my seat. Yeah. And I looked down on the ticket to see uh, where my seat was. And I barely saw the name at the top. And I thought it said, dumb Corey. And I said, that <laughs> motherfucker. <I'm laughs> <laughs> Who did this? <laughs> oh, then you had to move your, your, your thumb and yeah. the <laughs> Oh, money. Okay. <laughs> I thought somebody knew I was going to be showing up and, he, and they wrote that on purpose. And, and you would have proved them right. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I just did. <laughs> yeah, I would have lost all my money. Uh, but I will tell you this, though. This is a movie about sticking it to those guys. But... I think one of the things that, that one of the things that works in this movie is that there is a tenseness to this film that keeps you engaged because while you're rooting for the little people, you keep thinking this cannot be good. You know, some like this 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 is gonna this is gonna crumble and tumble down at some point. It's gonna come yeah. crashing down. Yes, yes. You know, the the law of physics, what goes up must come down. Exactly. Right. And, and and we're seeing all the, you know, quote unquote little people, the regular yeah. people, people who are poor making this investment and watching their money grow. And right. part of you, this anxiety, because you're like, you got to sell, you got to get out of this. But at yeah. the same time, you got to got to stick with it. You ride don't it, know when it's a good time to get out. It, mm -hmm. It's gambling, y'all. Yeah, it's is. the same thing that keeps you at the craps and roulette table when you got money and should leave. You just keep wanting to see it get bigger. 
And you know some of these people ain't never had no money before they go fuck up bad. Uh-huh. You know, you know, maybe not all of them, maybe all of them, I don't know, you have to see the movie, but there is a moment where you thought like, these people, they never had money and they don't know what to do with the money they got and they ain't even got it yet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just on a screen, on a paper. And it's, and it's you know, you talk about gambling, it's a crapshoot on who's gonna come out on top. Exactly. Right, yeah. And they were everybody net worth <laughs> when they first popped up. I was like, man, get the fuck out while you can. <laughs> oh yeah, cause yeah. They, they showed some people because first of all, they showed you the, the 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 billionaires and the millionaires, you know, who and how much money they had. Like, uh, we'll get into this in a little bit. Gabe Plotkin, who's played by Seth uh, Seth Rogen, Rogen uh, net worth four hundred million. And let me just say, out of all the rich people, he's the least rich. <laughs> yeah, right. He's the only one that ain't the billion dollar club. Yeah, he's actually poor among all the rich people. Uh, but they put up all their net worth. Now that's 400 million, but then they show some people who were like negative 100,000. Yeah, yeah. And you look at them, you're like, this guy, he'll be all right. Uh, Gabe Plotkin, these people in the negative, it's like, oh my God, please, please be careful. Yeah, yeah, just give give them something. I mean, you almost have to like reach a zen point yourself, like, okay, look, they were $136,000 in debt before. Yeah. So. If they get any bit ahead, they're in a better place than they were. <laughs> they Shit, they get five dollars. <laughs> right, that off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, when you see them surpass what their debt was, and they go, "We got to stay. We got to stay in." He's like, "Huh? Okay, oh, just I guess stop. Dude, get out of there." You mean, okay. listen. I, I, you know, people always re- they, they think about what they could have had instead of what they could have. Mm-hmm. There are people who, you know. For them, that they got half a million dollars. For them, the way they live, that's fine. And then some, there's somebody in the movie who has eleven million dollars. Man, it's like with me. Shit, now I say this, and I haven't been doing it, but I'm saying <laughs> I, I think I would cash out. Yeah, that I, I, I would have cashed out. But but, yeah. but the thing is, you in situations like that, you go like, stop being greedy, get out yeah. now. But it's more than just you know cashing out because or not cashing out because you're greedy it's a movement exactly and it's everybody supporting everybody it's like mm-hmm. hey if we all stick with this now besides us making more money we can really stick it to these hedge fund guys yeah you're right in the movie it is a movement and they're like they're saying if uh roar kitty is still in then i'm in because everybody really is thinking like we're not in well we're in for the money and we could and, and we could uh we could use it but we really are trying to deliver a message right now mm-hmm. And, and, and to be honest with you, I'm not going to say to what to what extent, but it did have an impact on how things are right now. If you go by what the movie says, uh, I can speak more to that. What's that? Well, just keep. I, no, I'll, but, tell you, I'll tell you. Twitter. Okay. Uh, but I think the performances in this is are, are are good. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that also keeps you engaged too. You know, you get. You know, you 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 get swept up in the cause of the film and what's what's going on, but you know these the. the I do like a lot of the people in the movie, man. And one of the people that I really like is, uh, let me see if I find him right here, Paul Dano. Oh, yeah. Paul yeah. Dano well, is pa- great. Paul Dano's a great actor. <laughs> I mean, he's always good, though. But I, think, I, mean, I mean, even when you see him in stuff where you're like, I just want to punch him in the face. Oh, yeah. He's still good. When he's <laughs> he, at this, he elicited that, that reaction from I, you. I'm just now. This movie just just now made me forgive him for that twelve years of slave I song. Know. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so wasn't that? Yeah, shit? yeah. yeah. He, you know, I just today I said, all right, oh, we we'll good now. Oh, yeah, oh, my God, he was in that one. Yeah, <laughs> him and Michael Fassbender. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, but, but I think right now, 
Paul Dano is starting to get out of that phase where he's been playing weirdo roles. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well I mean, still, he's, he's kind of just playing weird. He just played the Riddler. I want no right now, like with this, like he just plays a dude from Boston. He plays it very, very, very down to earth. You know, he ain't no serial killer. He ain't no slave owner. He ain't no. <laughs> you don't know. He, he, ain't no, he ain't no lizard man. You know, <laughs> salamander man. You know. Uh, yeah, he might be. I don't know. It's, but I, I, this is where I'm. One of the few roles of like, oh shit, he's just he's just a guy. Yeah. And I and I really, I mean, you know, it's, it's been a long time I've seen that with him. I, I really liked him in this. I would even say the billionaires, man, the billionaires, you know, the the, the villains of the movie. Uh, on a level, you still like them just from watching them. You know, it, it, I'm talking about the actors. Well, they they you know they cast actors that we like in other things. Of course, like like like, like Seth yeah. Rogen, uh, Gabe Gabe who owned uh, a hedge fund. You know, he was a CEO of a hedge fund worth $400 million at one time. Uh, what I like, he's probably the 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 most likable, or least liked out of all the, the, the billionaires that we see here and rich people that we see here because with him, you just look at him and it's like he's, He's so rich, he's just clueless as to how rich he is at this point. You know, he's because he has to give testimony and he's so lost, he doesn't realize that a lot of shit that he's talking mm -hmm. about and showing, because mm -hmm. they want him to look humble mm -hmm. and just like you. Mm -hmm. You know, like everything you're saying is elitist. <laughs> everything, you're saying, everything you're showing, uh -huh. just, it says rich. I'm here testifying today, far removed from my background. I grew up in a middle class family in Portland, Maine. My dad was a grocery store executive. Maybe leave that part out. Part about my dad? The executive part. Okay. Okay. I went to a public high school. I studied hard and got into Northwestern. To say Pun a good college. I can't say I went to Northwestern. To elite. Upon graduation, I did not have a job. Today, I married with four children. Gabe, where do you plan on doing your testimony? In front of your wine collection? <laughs> I mean, this is, I don't have that big a wine collection. Also. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> and Seth Rogen, by the way, is he plays it pretty low key in mm -hmm. here, you know, so I, I liked him in this, man. I liked him in this a lot. I, I, I really liked, uh, he's, he, does, he doesn't do a lot, but I liked Vincent D'Onofrio. He's another hedge fund CEO, Steve Cohen. I liked him because he, $12 billion. He's so rich that this is, he's not, he's not even worried. He's not. He's just, uh, this yeah. is a game to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he, he may be, well, I would say the most likable of the hated people just because he's just staying out of it. Yeah, he's just <laughs> laughing at everybody. Yeah. Every time he gets off the phone with somebody, like, idiot. <laughs> you know, stupid ass. Yeah, he just, he got so much money. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I'm just looking back at this. I'm just laughing at everything. Mm -hmm. He has a pig and everything. <laughs> <laughs> a pig to walk around the house. Yeah, a pig walk around the house, he can scratch the like It's like a vacuum cleaner or a Roomba. Um, and he's not in the movie that much, but he was having, I, I had a lot of fun with him. I tell you, what's funny to me is, uh, in the movie, and I think it's played like this, and maybe I, you know, maybe I shouldn't say this because I'm. It's not a spoiler; just my interpretation on this character. Uh, I really like Pete Davidson because Pete Davidson, if you really look at him, he's he's probably portrayed as the biggest dumbass in the movie. He is uh, he's Gil's brother, uh, Paul Dano's uh, character. But by the, by the way, they look nothing alike. Yeah, nah, except yeah. unless you want to talk about just looking weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, then, well, then they told the parents, and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe, okay. A little, a little bit. <laughs> but uh, he's he's probably the portrayed as the biggest dumbass in the film. But underneath it all, he's talking the most sense. At times. At times. Honestly, as, as much as I like this movie, the one thing I didn't like was Pete Davidson. Really? And, and oh. I'm not a Pete Davidson hater. I think he's funny. I like him in most things. Just here, he was, he felt to me out of place. Like, like his, where he was, where he was with his acting as uh -huh. this character, this, this cartoonishness, I was like, Okay, bro. Let me. T you you need to be in a different movie because nobody else is doing <laughs> yeah. what you're doing, and you're actually distracting from everything. I liked him, but I, 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 I can see he's bringing like realism to the movie. Yeah, like yeah, how, yeah. Like how everybody else was, and how he was like, yo, you're a fucking nerd. Yeah, so, so it kind of made sense to me. No, no, him saying that, but the way he was just he he was at an eleven where everybody else was at an eight. Uh, see, I just thought that was his character. I thought he was just the, <laughs> the brother that's living at home. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I thought it made I sense. He was, what was he an Uber driver or something? He was. Oh, he was uh, uh, eats. Uh, what was it? Yeah, uh, Uber, Uber Eats. Eats yeah. yeah, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's several people these are based on who go like, well, okay, I guess that's kind of me. I bet that brother be like, man, fuck y'all. I ain't like that at all. <laughs> like, like the blind uh, side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I, I don't deliver food. Uh, I, eat it. I, don't food I got a job, <laughs> but I got my own apartment. Yeah. I, was home. I was out of work for a couple of months, and I and I did Uber Eats. But come on. Well, that's another thing. In this movie. I'll get into this in a little bit. I don't think this movie is even trying. Trying to, you know, when they say based on a true story, they try to let you know, yeah, we took fucking liberties with this. Oh, yeah, this is Hollywood. Yeah, they said, yeah, no, I think that they aim just for one thing. I'll tell you about it in a little bit. No, I understand where you're coming from, Martin. He, you know, different characters work for different people. I get it if it didn't work for you. Uh, he worked for me because, like I said, I thought he was the one that was just the dumbest, but he was speaking some of the most sense in the film. But, you know, uh, y'all tell you what you know, I know what you mean by he's a little extra too. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was. And, and all the time. Um, you know, now you want to talk about somebody who's not happy with with their portrayal in the movie uh, is uh, the the real life CEO uh, Ken Griffin, uh, oh. and, and, oh, and yeah. played by Nick Offerman. There, he's like, "What y'all say about me?" That's, that's him right there. He does. I, when I was looking up things about this movie, I ran across an article where they, he's like, "I don't like this shit." I was like, yeah, he just, "I think he even said, I'm, 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 I'm bringing legal action." He's like, "Y'all don't make me look like this." You're like what? What they do? <laughs> yeah, Citadel. He's the creative Citadel hedge funds. Uh, King Griffin is not happy with his portrayal on GameStop's movie uh, Dumb Money. Griffin voices displeasure with how he and his company were portrayed in the recently released movie, which focuses on the GameStop saga. Yeah, he's he's talking about bringing legal action. Ain't, gonna, ain't nobody gonna do nothing. Yeah, ain't gonna do you. Ain't gonna damn. do nothing. <laughs> Fuck you. <gonna> do <laughs> Try me. <laughs> uh, but you know that's another character. And he's hardly in the movie. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They don't, they don't make exactly. him look. He hardly has enough to do anything bad. Exactly. <laughs> he's just a CEO who's doing what a CEO does. Right. Yeah. He's he's callous about what's going on. That's a, that's about it. Yeah. You need to shut the fuck up and just let this one slide. Well, I mean, I well, guess with yeah. what the what the company does with Robin Hood, maybe that's the. But they thing. do make him look bad. <laughs> well, you know what? They, Martin, they, right, imply, huh? they imply a bunch. They imply some crooked behavior with him. No, and it was. It was. And it, you know what? And if it did happen that way, he ain't got shit to say. Because mm -hmm. I can tell you, it, it. everybody knew when this incident happened. Uh, there's something in the movie they talk about uh, the uh, stock trading app, Robinhood. And if you kept up with the GameStop 
uh, uh, thing that went on back in 2021, you know the, about how this happened. It made the news. Mm -hmm. So, and everybody knew some crooked shit went on mm -hmm. with that. So this ain't, you know, I know what you're gonna sue for. Everybody know, yeah. hey, everybody know, knows what went down and everybody just lived with it. So shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, but why they gotta bring it up again though? <laughs> you talking about old shit. <laughs> Uh, I did, and speaking of the other performances, man, I did like uh, the supporting cast, what they call the dumb money crew in here, um, which that sounds so bad. It does. <laughs> America Ferreira, who's pretty much getting typecast as a single mom. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> she, I, I was thinking about that. She man. just finished doing just, that in just Barbie, came man. Out of Barbie, yeah. Yeah, she plays an, uh, a, a single mom and a nurse who's, uh, you know, taking a risk with her life savings, and she ain't got that much. She's one of those who's in the negative. Uh, also, like the. Anthony, Anthony Ramos, Ramos he's a, yeah. a GameStop clerk. I liked him so much better than Transformers, man. Yeah, no, I did. <laughs> no, I did too. Transformers, Transformers. Actually, he, was, he was the only thing I liked in Transformers. Oh, I, mean, I hate him in Transformers. You did? I, okay, I, I didn't hate him now. I, just, uh, I, I hate every human being in Transformers. <laughs> but all the robots, though. <laughs> They're better than the robots. I, that robot gorilla, he was, he was deep. <laughs> no, Anthony Ramos is cool. He's, he's a GameStop clerk, and you really root for him because it's being true to the company. Yeah. And, yeah. and, well, plus, and he know, ain't turned against the company. And he's working for Dane DeHaan. <laughs> Dane oh, DeHaan yeah. was actually. <laughs> I didn't know, I know that was him tweeting off the mask. Oh, I, I knew that it was him immediately. I, I did not. I, I knew that voice. I, I like that voice. And then looking at the shape of his head, I was like, yeah, that's Man, him. I was trying to figure out who that was. <laughs> and Dane DeHaan, he plays his boss, man. He's really good. <laughs> uh, so if you're a Dane DeHaan hater, you're going to hate him for, for being this character in the movie, but you probably have respect for him more because he actually did very well. Uh, so yeah, you know, there's a, the, the, so that's the thing with the film, man. You know, we're talking about the performances and we're talking about, you know, how the story is told. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, just go in and treat this like any other uh, Hollywood uh, based on a true story movie because this one, I think more than, than any others out there, they're not even trying to hide. They're making this for entertainment's sake. Oh, for <laughs> sure. They're just trying to entertain. Yeah. And that is, it's, and I think it's pretty obvious. Well, I think it's also educational. And I, I th honestly, I think it's more educational than, than most films like this. Uh, yeah. Because every, everything happened so recently. So, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, you easily fact check yeah. <laughs> you might not even have to fact check it because we were all around yep. and conscious and the pandemic was going on so we had nothing else to pay attention to yep. but this shit that went down but they, they do do a good job of, of really explaining it no, as, they as do. a matter of fact like as much as this is you know so much like the big short uh I liked it better because it didn't jump all around. And when it was like with the big short, even though it was weird because the big short kept stopping to explain what was going on. Mm -hmm. And when they got done, I was like, shit, I'm more confused now than I was when <laughs> it started. <laughs> but here, they, they, it, everything was very clear. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate that about it. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, they keep it light and that's, that that helps out a lot. Plus, you know, I think it's it's clearer and it's more, it, you know, it's very entertaining because of the efforts to keep it light because the pacing is good in it. Mm -hmm. It's only an hour and 44 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's, 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 for this type of movie, it's pretty short. <clears throat> so, you know, it's uh, something where they get right to the point. They very, it's very streamlined. And again, this is one of the places where I'm like, all right, you know, it's cool that they made this for entertainment purposes. It's, and yeah, they, and the way they explain it is not that hard to, you know, for, to digest what they're putting out there. And they do it a lot through, again, uh, 
through characters instead of just stopping the movie to just explain. Mm -hmm. That's what, which I, I really love the big show. I had no problem with it, but that's, you know, they, they did stop to, in a way that was uh, comical, they, to stop and explain what was going on. This is not that complicated, man. They can, they can just go ahead and tell a story. And they use the characters to tell the story, you know, and, and, and to also explain what's happening. Um, you know, liberties I'm sure were taken, and that's fine. Yeah, but then that I, liberties with character, but the but the facts are out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's 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 uh, I, overall. You know, and I hate to simplify it like this. I don't have anything real deep to say about this except that it's just a lot of fun, and I think that that was the, their goal, and they achieved. I, I think their goal very much if that's what they were doing. I had a I had a good time with it. <clears throat> I had a real good time with it, man. Um, and especially if you if you live through this, I think that you're going to get more insight on what on what on what happened here because a lot of us were not this deep in it, right. and a lot of us were not there in the beginning like some of these characters are right here. Yeah, I I will say you know to hear about it when it's going down and realizing like well I'm too late to get in and make any money on it, yeah. so <laughs> I only I only kind of paid attention to it, yeah. but they they went into some stuff where it made me go like, oh, I, I see why this was so important, like, like it was. Yeah, yeah, what do you think, Julian? I, I like the movie as a whole, I'm not gonna lie, one thing that really bothered me was those, uh, was the song placements, or the songs they used. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, At yeah, you're start, right. like Cardi B, and uh, the Megan song. Yeah. I agree with you oh, 100%. Yeah. Why and the and it, they, they cranked it up. It's like, <laughs> like they, I don't know what they were trying to show they were badass or what, but yeah, you're right. It was, I thought it was just me. I was like, okay, no, I'm, I'm older. Maybe maybe the, the young kids dig this, but I was like. I wrote that on my comment card. Yeah. That I said, I think the, the, the second half played stronger than the first half because the, the music was overbearing. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's I, it just felt like the director liked these songs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, why yeah. he just put them in there. They, like, they're playing, you know, uh, 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 Megan Wap. They're Megan Thee Stallion, Wap, you know, Cardi B. And it's just, I, I don't, I'm like you. They just they seem to they fix. Don't make, they don't make sense at all. No, yeah. <clears throat> no it's, like, it's really distracting, man. <laughs> it's very distracting. Especially the first one. Yeah. Where they first played. It was like, I think it was called Savage. The song was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, why is this here? <laughs> Actually, they're playing Cardi B, Wap. They played yeah, that, yeah, 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 that Wap first, yeah. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> no, it's like, it, okay, yeah. I guess you're trying to shock us and get our attention, but you, you, you can stop now. No, <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, you know, it you go, to, go to Spotify, hit the button to go to the next song. <laughs> She's almost, it, you know what it was like? It was like somebody who came in and, and was playing the song while the movie was playing. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a damn Radio Raheem came in and was playing WAP. You know? <laughs> Is somebody choking <laughs> <laughs> Cut that shit off, man. Yeah, man. But it's, it's yeah, that was, and actually that made me bring this down because I was going to give this, uh, you know, it sounds like I'm giving this a full price, but I think because, I, man, it, it was just edited weird with the soundtrack and everything at the beginning. Uh, I think the pacing was better in the second half. I give this a really high matinee. I, I enjoyed it, man. I, I, man, I'm right there. It was, I was like, this is so close to being like a low full price, but yeah, between the soundtrack and, and and Pete Davidson, it it, it, it ended up being a, a a high matinee for me. Yeah, what about you, Joe? Yeah, it, that song placements what bothered me. And then another thing that kind of I really wanted more from was to go deeper into what was uh, Paul's name in the movie? Gil, uh, Gil, Gil, uh, Gil, Gil uh, Whitman or something. Was it Ken? Gil, Gil, Gil Kitman or something? It was uh, Keith, 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 Gil. Keith, Gil, Keith, Gil. Keith, yeah, Keith Gil. I wish you would like dove more into his mind. You know, mm -hmm. what what made him go to GameStop, you know, but we will we get there and he's like, hey, check out GameStop. Look at GameStop. We don't really deep dive into it. I don't think 
as much as we could have possibly done. Well, so, you know, he, with him being a, a recluse now, uh, I, they they might have had to make that up, and mm. and we already got enough in there that we've taken liberties with. Yeah. So uh, okay. But I mean, at least this is one of those movies where it's a true story, and I was actually there to witness this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. At the yeah. time when I'm seeing watching these movies and this true story, I'm like, is this really a true story? How much am I believing? But like this one's like, oh no, this truly happened. And I did love the fact that yes, it's the rich versus the poor, and it's, it, I mean, and the poor are sticking to the fucking rich. Like that's why I was really enjoying this film. All these fuckers were getting it in this movie. I'm yeah, like, I was so happy uh, getting it relatively. Yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, they, but it, you know, the thing is, like I said, you know, they they shook they shook these guys up, and that was cool yeah, to see. Right. They shook them there. They, they had them and shaking them. in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's uh no, it's it's a it's it's a fun movie, man. It's a no, it, you know, it's a it's one you can wait for it to to come out on streaming, and you probably won't feel like you need to watch it at the theater. But if you do, it's a fun time to be had. It's very enjoyable. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing I was going to tell you is, uh, so I'm sitting next to these two guys. They came in not late. Saw you talking to them? Yeah, yeah. You saw me talking to them because when they came in. And one was already, hey, br- brother. And I was like, okay. And then the more you're hearing him, I was like, these have a, I sound like you got an accent, like an Australian accent, maybe. Maybe it's British. I don't know. So through the film, the two of them are talking. And they, they're keeping it quiet enough, like quiet yeah. to where I can't really raise a flag on them. But you kind of like. Still right. enough. It's like a gnat buzzing around. Yeah, yeah, it was. But then <clears throat> once the film was over, they started talking to me because the one guy was sitting up. He said, yeah, I'm a critic, but I brought my friend because he's, he's all into all this. He's in, and that other guy was telling me because you know you saw I don't know if you saw I would say that Winklevoss pictures yeah like the Winklevoss ten, twins produced it but this guy's like no I've been on the phone with them and the and the and the Robin Hood guys I talk to them all the time and you know like you know with this the, these Robin Hood guys are out they got new people there running it but I was like oh they kicked the other Robin Hood guys out yeah the ones we see in the movie yeah oh, they, they okay. yeah uh, but the new people running he was like yeah man I I've got to call them tell them like this is gonna be bad for them I was like. Yeah, man. I mean, I know it's under new management, but I see this. I'm like, I don't want shit to do with Robin Hood. They can go fuck themselves. He said, no, I know. I'm watching that, too. And they don't even know the PR nightmare they're about to have oh, wow. from this. And he's like, yeah, I talked to the Winklevosses, and they told me they had this movie coming out. And I'm glad I got to see it. But, yeah, and he t- told me how they're working on – he's working on a project with AI that's going to help just regular people – invest wisely and, and know what to do to navigate the system oh, nice. so it's not so complicated. <clears throat> nice. Nice, man. 